What's going on, everyone? And welcome to Saying It Out Loud, a podcast created to help people who want to learn more about fitness and life. Our podcast will help you build a foundation and turn fitness into a lifestyle and help you conquer your life. I will be your host, Leo, and my co-host, Stephanie, and we're the owners of a Ahala Athletics coaching business built on our belief that clients aren't just a dollar sign and they're human. Now on to the episode. What's going on, everyone? And welcome back to Saying It Out Loud. Coming to you live, another beautiful Monday here. Actually, it's very nice out today. A little cool, a little hot. I thought summertime was here, but not in Texas. It's supposed to snow and stuff. You know, who knows? Anyways. Cheat day, Saturday, we celebrated her early birthday, which today is her birthday. So everybody, happy birthday to Stephanie. <laughs> she is now 28 years old and she's still going strong. But cheat day, made a happy birthday Biscoff white chocolate coconut cheesecake, made cinnamon rolls and white chocolate Biscoff coconut cookies for her. How were those? Really good. <laughs> so that was a good first half. And then we went out to Tavern House, Yard House. The Yard House. <laughs> <laughs> went to a house <laughs> to eat. Uh, I had the Korean barbecue sandwich and the bacon blue burger. And she had the mac and cheese pizza. Mac and cheese was eh. Terrible. I didn't. I ate like one bite. Yeah, super bland. Yeah. But the burger and the sandwich were good and the pizza was good. Yeah. And then we came back and watched a movie, Upgrade, and ended our night. That was a good night. Mm-hmm. And, and we moved beside a dog. Oh, yeah. We were rover for the for four days. Penny. She was a pit yeah, German shepherd. <laughs> She's special. Yeah, no, she was a special dog. <laughs> Heard hello, bro. Non stop playing. Non stop. Hours. Literally hours. <laughs> but she just got picked up right now. So, yeah, and that was our weekend. So now here we are back to work. And today's topic is special. And we're going to be, before that, question of the day. I guess the same question I asked last time. What vitamins or minerals are you deficient in? Topic of the day. We're going to be talking about vitamin D today because a lot of people do not get enough vitamin D, especially in today's society. Mm-hmm. Why are you so far away? You're like off the screen. I don't know. All right, here we go. Make a little adjustment. Okay. So we're going to dive right on into it on this vitamin D topic. And a lot of people know they hear vitamin D. Okay, great. Vitamin D, and it correlated probably with the sun, which is where you should be getting your vitamin D from. But a lot of people don't go outside anymore. They're all cooped up inside, freaking watching Netflix, uh, scrolling, playing video games. Kids don't go outside no more. You just put an iPad in front of their face and let them soak up all that blue light. And so nobody's getting vitamin D. And... That's a problem because we're about to dive into why vitamin D is important. But 1 billion people worldwide estimate don't get enough vitamin D. Oh, it's probably higher than that. Yeah, it probably is a lot higher than that. <laughs> That's just what's 
and people going to get blood work and stuff done. That's just what's that reported. Reported, yeah. So the people who don't go get blood work, done, you know, okay, well. So we're going to start off with uh, the people who are more susceptible to being deficient in vitamin D. And then we're going to roll into, you know, how vitamin D is broken down, utilized, the benefits of vitamin D, what it does. Everything. And where to get it from. Also, fun fact. Apparently vitamin D is also known as colic. Calciferol. That's a huge difference from vitamin D3. Yeah. That's the, the the actual terminology for vitamin D3. And then it's broken down into another C word that we cannot pronounce. Calcitril. Calcitril. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's an active yeah. form of vitamin D. <laughs> But if you didn't know, there's vitamin D3, and then there's vitamin D2. But we're going to get on all that. So let's start off with the deficiencies first. So older adults are more susceptible to being deficient in vitamin D simply because the older you get, the less your skin can absorb the sunlight, which means the less vitamin D you get unless you're taking you know, a supplement form of it. And then we got people with darker skin. So people who have more melatonin, 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 melatonin. <laughs> I was say melatonin, more melanin. So the darker your skin, the harder it is for you to absorb sunlight. I mean, it's common sense. And then people in the north with limited sun exposure. Once again, common sense. You're obviously not getting enough sun, so it's going to be harder. So these people need to be taking supplement for vitamin D. And then people with certain medical conditions can affect your absorption. So you have like gut problems or whatever the conditions that prevent vitamin D absorption. Liver problems, yeah, kidney liver. problems, etc. But also, if you're overweight, you won't be. You can sit out in the sun and you won't be absorbing vitamin D from it. Yeah. And I've seen it happen a lot, especially construction workers. If they're overweight, they still have super low vitamin D because of that issue. So it undergoes a series of compression, especially in the liver and kidneys. So that's why it's important to have both organs functioning optimally, not just like regularly. So we fo- we focus on functional medicine. So a lot of people don't realize that their liver health is not as optimal as they would want it to be. And it, that could be an issue. Like you could be taking all the supplements or all the vitamins D in the world and it's it might not actually be benefiting you if your liver detox are not optimal. So it starts at conversion there to become the active form of vitamin D, which is what we said, calcitriol, calcitriol, whatever. That binds to vitamin D receptors in various tissues throughout the body, and it regulates the expression of genes involved in calcium, phosphorus, metabolism, immune function, inflammation, and many others. Fun fact, vitamin D and magnesium are two of the most... Vitamin D is a hormone, but... Me- Magnesium is a uh, mineral are two of the most like involved and most important aspects in the body. Like they are involved in a lot. Yeah. Like over 300 processes. Yeah. It's crazy. So being deficient is not good. So if your liver is bad, so people think that 
they're taking all these supplements, but if your liver and your kidneys aren't functioning well, like we said, you, you're not getting the conversion that you need in the liver and the kidneys. So it's not getting converted to its active form. So it just passes through and yeah. it's just excreted. And to have an unhealthy liver does not mean like you're at the point of like you need a transplant. A lot of people think like that's when <laughs> your liver is unhealthy, but that's not the case. Yeah. So it's important to optimize and go through the proper detox pathways for your liver to be actually healthy. Yeah, you don't need to be stage four liver and kidney failure too. Yeah. Uh, you didn't even, what the freak? What are you talking about? Brain functions. You just read that out. No, I didn't. I mean, I read this. But yeah, sure. We're going to hop right into it right here. All right, so now we're going to go over the primary functions of vitamin D and what it does for your body. So we got immune function, which we just talked about. And clearly, vitamin D regulates the immune system to help protect you against autoimmune disease and infections and People who have like autoimmune diseases need to take higher doses of vitamin D to help combat inflation because most well, inflammation. Infl- <laughs> inflation. <laughs> that too. <laughs> uh, the autoimmune disease causes inflammation, so you need higher vitamin D to bring down that inflammation when you have autoimmune disease. And for people who don't know, autoimmune disease is when your immune cells attack your own body. There's a whole bunch of different ones. Uh, if you think you have one, then talk to your doctor about it. And then we got inflammation. That's what we just talked about. Inflammation is can run rampant through the entire body and affect different cells, different organs. But what we try to do is a systemic approach to the entire body to bring down inflammation instead of just trying to target one area of inflammation, but vitamin D3 does help with overall bringing down total inflammation. Okay, so it also is involved in mood mood regulation, and you'll probably notice is if you're deficient in it or if you met someone that's like in the north, whatever, uh, they tend to be a lot more depressed, and it is a normal symptom of vitamin D3. So before you go into antidepressants, you might want to, one, get your vitamin D3 checked or not just take a high quality vitamin D3 uh, and higher doses just, and you might actually see a difference because I've, I've seen crazy differences in my clients because of that reason and their energy levels. So brain function is also important. It's involved in the brain development and also cognitive function. So a lot of people that have vitamin D deficiency over time, they start developing early cognitive failure because of that reason. So if you're lacking cognitive functions or you have a lot of brain fog, vitamin D might be the reason why. And then it helps to regulate insulin. I mean, insulin problems can lead to, you know, prediabetes, type 2 diabetes, a whole slew of issues that you don't want to deal with. And then we got... The lung function, if you didn't know, vitamin D3 helps improving your lung function by reducing respiratory infections. So because it is a hormone, cholesterol is one of its byproducts in a sense. 
but it's also important to improve overall cholesterol levels, blood pressure, and overall just blood flow. So if you do have high cholesterol, it's something that's important. I know a lot of doctors will say like avoid fats and usually fats, including vitamin D, but it's something that's important. Yeah. Vitamin D is a fat soluble vitamin. So. All right. Okay. So vitamin D3 can be found in foods. So fatty fish like salmon, <laughs> tuna, cod liver. Uh, it can also be found in eggs. And I've read something else, but I don't remember yeah, they, what it was. It's not... These foods are... Our dairy products. Yeah. It's added to most of these foods because a lot of people don't get vitamin D outside of sunlight. So you're not going to find vitamin D in a lot of these foods like you would find maybe uh, vitamin A or some yeah. abundant vitamin because vitamin D is not in foods like that. It's only in a certain amount of foods, but then they add it to like soy products uh, milks the eggs but it's still not a lot compared to what you would need for a supplement to get your levels up and also we don't create vitamin d alone so like we do need a supplement if you're not getting enough sun exposure or if you're overweight and yeah you're not converting it correctly for example a cup of milk has only 120 i use a vitamin d3 and back when i hit my I was up to 110 vitamin, 110 vitamin. Vitamin D was up to 110. Uh, Blood work wise. Nanograms, is it measured? I don't remember. I can't I think remember so. the measurement. But it was 110. And I was taking 40,000 IUs. <laughs> so you got the milk that's only giving you 120. So you would need a lot of milk to get up to what I was taking. Yeah. So, I, and that's something that. I don't know if you have it there, but amount-wise on blood work. So it's low if it's under 20 and normal Western medicine, if it's like 30, 40, but technically for optimal health, you want it to be 50 and above. There is some people will say like there is too much vitamin D3, um, but that's like for a minute amount of people i mean i was taking 40,000 ius and i didn't get anywhere near toxic levels yeah i mean that's something like you can do a high dose if you're super low and you get blood work done regularly and then like rechecked every so often but i wouldn't do like 40,000 every day for the rest of your life that makes sense (laughs) (laughs) once i saw that i was 110 i was like all right let me cut back yeah clearly i don't want to just keep going because then you hit what's it count calcium hyper hypercalcemia yeah you start pulling calcium out of your bones and mm-hmm. then you get into osteoporosis and you just die yeah, so yeah that's not what you want well, you're not gonna die but <laughs> but as a regular like if you're trying to just maintain you can do like well like five thousand IU yeah i would do daily two to five thousand daily yeah but it's so important to check your values even if it's just once once a year just just because the body fluctuates so much that it's better to stay on top of it instead of like yeah. tapering off and thinking that you're going to be fine. Cause it helps with a lot of other things that we didn't mention, like hormone production, because it's a precursor to cholesterol. So it's important just to have it for overall health. 
And it also helps with melatonin. So vitamin D is important. Yeah. We're going to get into uh, some of the deficiencies here if you don't have enough vitamin D. And I just talked about one. Yeah, weak bones, osteoporosis. Osteoporosis. Yeah. It, uh, well, not necessarily osteoporosis, but it can lead to that just because it pulls calcium from the bones. But also muscle weakness. Um, it can, I want to say like it's causing you pain in a sense, but like if you feel achy all the time and it's not like not from working out or something like that, or if you feel like you're not recovering, it can be a sign that you have a deficiency. Just like with magnesium, how it helps with the neurons firing. If you're not getting the signal to the muscle, then I mean, it's going to lead to worse with case atrophy, but you're not going to atrophy from not taking vitamin D. You're just going to feel weaker. Yeah. It's not firing. So it's not getting that many muscle fibers to activate. So you're going to feel weaker. And then you get increased risk of chronic disease. Like we talked about, it affects the immune system. So if you're not getting... Uh, the immune function. And then also you're not battling off your cholesterol, you know, your heart disease, and then it's not helping with the insulin, so you get diabetes. And then cancer, if you have weak immune system, then you couple that with, you know, leaky gut or something like that. Then all those viruses and bacteria are just getting through your freaking uh, intestinal wall. So it can lead to a lot of issues. Yeah, it can also lead to impaired thyroid conditions and also gut health as well. So it's it's something that's very important, super underrated when you're trying to attack like what's going on functional medicine wise, your symptoms, etc. So definitely something to keep in mind. Uh, a lot of people like you, if you're in a healthy weight, I would say just start by getting more sun exposure first. I think like thirty minutes a day or something like that. Is it? I would just get an hour. Yeah, sure. You can break it down however yeah. you want during the day. Like two thirty minute walks a day. Yeah. Um, but if that's not part of your schedule or if it's like not feasible or whatever it is, then yeah, supplementing will be important. I would definitely supplement versus trying to get it from foods. Although it might be helpful, but you're not gonna get it from you're not foods. you're not gonna get enough from it and it just usually all the foods that it comes from because it's a fat soluble vitamin, like your fats are going to rank up if you're cracking your macros. So I would just simply take the vitamin source. I would eat it or take it when you're eating something that's higher in fats because it's fat soluble. So it's easier to be more absorbed than just taking it whenever. But if you're like taking a lot of vitamin D3 and you do do blood work and you're not seeing the numbers go up, I mean, that could be a whole different ballgame. Now you got maybe a gallbladder problem, not producing the bile. Yeah. Your liver could be impaired. So there's a lot of things that could prevent you from getting the vitamin D3. So a lot of people think, oh, I'm taking this multivitamin, so I should be good. Not necessarily. You got to make sure it's converting. You got to make sure that you're you're actually absorbing the nutrients and breaking them down like you're supposed to. So a lot of people take these one-a-days or syndromes. If you, are, if you couple with trash quality with uh, an impaired gut, then you're going to have problems. Yeah. So with vitamin D3, you also want to take it, make sure you take it with K2 for it to be absorbable, but you don't just want to take it alone. A lot of multivitamins will just do vitamin D, not vitamin D3 anyways, and then won't do K2 and you might not actually be absorbing it. 
there are studies saying that you want to also take make sure that you're taking adequate magnesium as well to be able to absorb vitamin D3. So, and that's something that, I mean, if you check our last episode, a lot of people are deficient in magnesium. So if you're getting a high quality magnesium, then yeah. it's going to help. It's not going to harm you. <laughs> but so then hit more on the deficiencies here. We talked about mood disorders. It doesn't just affect people in the North, obviously. If you're not getting vitamin or sunlight down here uh, in the South, you're still going to have those mood disorders because once again, it does affect how your neurotransmitters fire. So if they're not firing like they're supposed to, then you're just going to be a disconnect and you're going to have the mood disorders. And then the increased risk of autoimmune disease, like we talked about earlier, <clears throat> when your body is attacking itself, if you're not uh, fueling your immune system properly, then it's always going to have a breakdown. So you have an increased risk of immune disease, infections, viruses, bacteria, infections, overgrowth, parasites, you know, the whole slew of issues. Yeah, I see it happen all the time. <laughs> Every single functional medicine client of mine has low vitamin D. <laughs> but that's all we have for the notes. Yeah. So that's all we have for the notes on vitamin D3 here. But let's talk about some personal experiences. Like I talked about earlier, um, when I was, when we got our first, my very first blood work done, we weren't really too focused on vitamin D or whatnot. We're more focused on the testosterone aspect. But the second blood work I got done when I was taking the 40,000 IUs coupled with zinc, I went from 889 testosterone up to 1,136 testosterone. We just added in vitamin D3 and zinc. and zinc. So like I said, it helps with the hormone production. And then also I was at 110 on my vitamin D scale. So I was up there. That's why I still it back. Yeah, I think you were like 40 on the first. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember exactly. Which what technically it wasn't even flat because that's like a normal. But I, most of my clients, when they come to me, they have hormone problems, weight loss problems, etc. Vitamin D is always low. So it's something that I always um, want them to supplement. Some of my clients, if they're like super depressed, low mood, etc. I try to do a higher dosage and then taper off. Uh, and then also like if you're in the north, I'd rather for you to do a higher dosage during winter and then taper off and then stay at low dose if you're not getting enough. But I've always, I think my blood work too was like, it wasn't like his though. Like it went up, but it wasn't like his. Like I've always had lower vitamin D3, so. I try to take it from multivitamins and stuff. Yeah. But you also got to look at the dosage that you're taking. I mean, I recommend doing... My recommendation, if you're worried about it, is 10,000 IUs a day. Not 40,000, 10,000. Or, like we said earlier, it gets you two 30-minute walks in the sunlight. Walking will help with stress, insulin resistance, lower inflammation. Then you're getting the vitamin D3 on top of that. So it's like a double two-for-one combo. And it just helps for you to get outside and just get away from what you're doing and take a little break. That's walking without sunblock. Just that, yeah. letting you know. That That's walking without sunblock, uh, without listening to music. Just be, enjoy the walk. Don't bring out, like looking at your phone and stuff like that. The whole point is to de-stress and take a break and just chill from 
life. And then when you break down your stress, you couple that with vitamin D, that's when you start getting the, the bonus effect of, you know, better hormone production because now you're lowering the stress, which lowers the cortisol, which helps your testosterone and estrogen. So it's a win-win. And then we'll touch on more vitamins and trace minerals and further podcasts down the road. Yeah. But magnesium and vitamin D are the two biggest deficiencies mm-hmm. that are extremely important. So when you're going out and shopping, don't be buying your crap from Walmart, okay? You want to buy quality. So yeah, it might be a little bit more expensive, but I'd rather pay more and know it's working for me than pay cheap and it could be doing more damage than good. Yeah. So get you a quality vitamin D supplement. If you are looking for a quality one, I know Dr. Berg's, that's what I use. It comes with D3 and K2. And then, do we have new ethics in that one? Uh, Revived Supplements has one. Alone. New ethics has one for multi, like a multivitamin that has vitamin D3 and K2. Yeah, so look for those two together and make sure that quality. And then you'll be set to go. And if you're worried about your levels or you're afraid that 10,000 IUs might be too much, I'm still alive, but depending on certain... <laughs> On certain conditions, certain people should not be taking high dosages of vitamin D3. If you have a thyroid problem, like a thyroid cancer, and then also if you have hyper, hyper, Thyroidism. not hypo, hyper thyroid problems, it can be an issue. So. Yeah, and there's like three or four other conditions that shouldn't be taken too much. But I would just check and make sure that you're clear to go. And if you are, 10,000 IUs, you get to go. <laughs> But yeah, that's all we got for you today. So hopefully you enjoyed this episode on vitamin D3. Hopefully you learned something new. And we're... I don't know what I was just going to say. I just blanked out. <laughs> like, like instant shutdown. <laughs> Not enough vitamin D. Uh, cognitive function is declining. Stop. But if you, <laughs> if you like this episode, don't forget to like Comment, share, (laughs) and leave that five-star review. That's what you were going to (laughs) say. Yeah. Until next time. See ya! If you enjoyed the episode and have already left your five-star review, if you want more knowledge like this, make sure you join our free Facebook group. Where we give out freebies, go over more topics, and answer all your questions. Lastly, make sure you follow us on all social media platforms. Usernames will be in the show notes.